everyone. Welcome back to another episode of These Are the Valleys. Man, have we got an episode today, okay? So this episode's title is In God We Trust, period, okay? Um, So we're just going to be talking about the process of trusting God, what that looks like, and what that ultimately leads to, which is trust in ourselves to an extent. Bear with me. Follow with me. It's going to be a good one. Um, So first, let's talk about trusting in God's character. Before we can trust anything else about God, trust what he says, trust what he's planned, trust what he's promised. um, We have to first trust God. Like we have to know who God is and trust him and himself. Um, So how do we do that? I personally do that through reading in the word and looking for continuity in the word is the bible to be trusted and therefore is god to be trusted because he is the source of the bible thereof you know what i mean um so reading your word getting into your word understanding god's character like is he really a mean god is he a good god is he merciful is he the things that other people say that he is and i personally have found that answer for myself to be yes so okay cool so if i can trust god's character I need to protect God's character from what the enemy says about him and tries to get me to believe about him. There have been times where I've believed that God was purposely withholding something from me just because he didn't want to give it to me. That's not in God's character. God wants us to have everything. Jesus literally came and died so that we could have life and have life to the full, have life abundantly. So it doesn't really add up. That's an inconsistency. If I know and I've gotten to the point where I believe that God is a good God and that he genuinely wants the best for us and that he withholds no good thing from us, then how could I also simultaneously believe that he's withholding something from me for no reason? Those two things cannot be Um, They can't coexist. They're mutually exclusive. So I want you to start looking at the things that you believe about God. And I want you to test them against his true character, his true nature. But in order for you to do that, you have to first understand who he is and first get a feeling from him from the word. So if you haven't read your word, you don't have a full picture of who God is. Even when you do read your word, you don't have a full picture of who God is. But you don't even have a real starting reference. You have hearsay. If you don't read the word for yourself and that don't stand up in the court of law and that's not going to stand up in the court of your heart when things get rough, when times get trying, when um, the wind starts to blow and the waves start to look big, you're going to sink because you don't have anything real to stand on. You're standing on somebody else's faith. So make sure that you have done the work to build your faith for yourself. Right. And go from there. So once you get to trust in God's character. Then you can start trusting in his word, like what he says he will do. You can trust in his promises, what he said he would do. And you can trust in his plans, what he said he will do um, and and how he said he's going to do it or whatever the case may be. You can start trusting in that because you understand his character. So when God says that he has plans to prosper you and not harm you, and it looks like you're being harmed, you need to go back to that first step. What's God's character? Is God the type of person that's going to leave you hanging dry? Has he ever left you hanging dry? Is God the type of person that um, is always caring for you? Is always there to listen to you? Does God get tired of you? Right? Like really, really look into that character when you start 
doubting his plans and his promises. So this is literally like a build, y'all. This is a build. So the foundational step is the character. Then we go into his promises and his plans, his promises and his plans. Um, You can trust when somebody says, yeah, tomorrow I'm gonna call you and da da da, if they literally have kept their word before. If you know that their character, you know that they're an integritous person, they're an honest person, and that they always keep their word. You can trust that person when they said that they have planned something for you, right? Um, so when you get to that step and you start believing God's promises and plans for you are good, then you can move into trusting his methods and design. And personally, for me, this is where I was getting hung up for a while, like not trusting that the route that he's taking me is always the best route because I can't see it in my head because it didn't make sense to me in my small little human mind. I was doubting. I was going backwards and doubting like, okay, what is God's plan for me? Really? Does he really have a plan for me? But then I had to stand on his character. You know what I mean? And then from his character, I can stand on his plans so that when his methods come into play, because if you read the Bible, his methods for doing everything are never anything that you could truly expect. The Bible has so many twists and turns. It is not predictable. The only thing predictable about the Bible is Jesus coming and dying. And that's because God told us it was going to happen and it was prophecies. Yeah. <laughs> that's the only predictable thing. But everything else is just so unpredictable. The way that God goes about things is completely different from how we would. His word says that his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. His ways are higher than our ways. So when it gets to the point of trusting in his method, sometimes it can be difficult to trust that the way that he's taking you is truly the best route. But remember y'all, we have to fall back on trusting his plans and promises and fall even further back and trust in his character because God knows all and sees all. You got to remember the characteristics of God as well because God knows all and sees all. We talked about this last week. He's got the best view. Clearly he knows the best route. If he is standing outside of time, he sees past, present and future simultaneously why do we continue to doubt his methods? And so we have to go back and do the work like, okay, what do I truly believe about his character? Okay, what do I truly believe about his promises? And then we can find ourselves resting in his method and design. So the second part here is what segues into the next part where I can trust in his trust in me. Y'all, this has been the one for me. This has been a game changer for me um, that I've recently gotten to a realization that I don't really trust myself to make decisions that align with God's will. I don't know where I got this warped idea. Actually, I, I got an idea who was the culprit, but this warped idea that anytime I make a decision for myself, it's automatically not going to be in God's will. And God's going to have to come and correct me. That's, that's what I've been walking through lately, y'all. And it is a lie of the enemy Okay, to get you to not believe in yourself and therefore stay stagnant because there are seasons and I'm personally in a season where it's kind of like God is kind of silent. You know what I mean? Like I'm asking God for confirmation about this clarification about that. And it just kind of seemed like he was just letting me do my own thing. And that for me was scary. And I had to understand why it was scary. And it was scary because at the root of it, now I have to make decisions. Now I have to make choices. And what if it's not in alignment with your will? Then you're going to have to come and slap me across the head and correct me. But then I had to look at the issue of, well, why do I believe that God's correction is going to be harsh? You know what I mean? Like we really got to start analyzing our thinking and, and why we believe the things that we believe or why we go about our relationship with God in the way that we go about him, 
uh, the way we go about it because it doesn't reflect well um, that we have a good relationship with him. When we are constantly questioning like, okay, God, why aren't you talking to me? Hello, like blah, blah, blah. Okay, sometimes God is literally just letting you do you. Like (laughs) literally letting you do you. Um, I heard this quote one time. I don't know who said it, but they were like, y'all always asking God for directions, but the GPS is quiet when you go in the right way. And I was like, oh my, <laughs> like, oh my goodness. Now I'm not saying that we shouldn't reach out to God and always ask God for, for direction and guidance because that's what he's there for. We can ask, right? But sometimes when he doesn't give you a clear yes or a clear no, sometimes that is to give you the room to trust in yourself. And what that says even more is that he trusts you to trust in yourself, that he trusts whatever decision you're going to make. I think I talked about this like several, several episodes ago. I don't even know. But in a parental relationship, when you have taught your child enough and you are confident that they do know how to tie their shoe, when they come talking about some, mommy, can you help me with my shoe? You'd be like, no, you do it. You do it. You know how to tie your shoe. And then the kid might get a little frustrated because they start making a little bit of mistakes. But in the end, they've got it. And I... I have to constantly remember remember and remind myself of that because it can be something that you lose sight of so easily. Like if God is allowing you to make your own decisions, clearly he has worked in you enough in that um, particular realm, facet or uh, season or circumstance to where whatever decision that you make is going to be the right decision. And sometimes I get so hung up on, okay, God, I need you to tell me left turn or right turn that I forget that four turns ago, God was telling me which way to go now. You know what I mean? Um, Yeah. And so I just don't want y'all to get hung up in, oh, God, why aren't you talking to me to the point where you are now stagnant because you're not walking in what God is giving you room to walk in. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. So to recap, um, if you are having trust issues with God, go back to the original foundation and identify his character. Do the work to find out what his character is like so that when the enemy comes with these um, misconceptions about who God is or how he acts or how he behaves or how he genuinely does love you and how good he genuinely is, you can combat that. With actually, no, God's actually really not like that because I was thinking um, recently I've been asking God for clarity about a situation and I've been feeling like he's not telling me yes or no. And I was getting really, really frustrated because it's like a really, really big deal. And I've just had friends as well as God himself literally just be like, bro, first of all, I gave you tiny confirmations. And that's the episode for another day about why we feel the need to have these huge grand confirmations. Um But he was like, I literally gave you a little nudges and confirmations. You can trust yourself. Like, go. (laughs) Do you go, bro? Like, go. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, go to God's character first. Make sure you realize what that is so that when the enemy does come with, oh, God is trying to withhold something from you, you know that's not in God's character. And you know that if God is withholding something from you, it's not something that you need right now. Um, Secondly, make sure that you trust in his word, promises, and plans. Um, When he says that he's going to prosper you, believe that no matter what it looks like. Um, When he says that he has plans for you and that he knew you, intentionally formed you, created you specifically, believe that. 
right? And in his word, when he says that his word will never return void to him, meaning that his word will never fail, believe that. Um, And then you can trust in his methods and designs. So when you know his character and you know that he promised X, Y, and Z, if he's taking you down this dark alley, trust that this is a shortcut. Trust that this is, you know, the route that you need to go. And even if God is taking you on a scenic route, it's things he wants you to see. Um, And then from there, finally, and lastly, it brings you to a point where you can begin to trust in his trust in you. And when God trusts in you, it's really an immaculate feeling when you come to the revelation that it's him trusting in you, which is why he's sometimes quiet. Um, And just go from there. Like, I want y'all to feel empowered to make decisions. Um, But of course, first ask God always. But this is just in the extenuating circumstances where it might be a silent season. Don't be afraid to move anyway. So yeah, y'all, that is In God We Trust. That's the episode. Leave a rating review. Y'all already know what it is. Hit me up on Instagram at the Jasmine Cambridge. I love y'all so much. Until next time, I don't know what it looks like from the mountaintop just yet, but for now, these are the valleys. Bye.